British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is the K-Pop Tebak Show with Eric Nam. And today we have a very special guest. We have Wenji on the show. Wenji is a YouTuber, an influencer, a singer, a entrepreneur, a performer, like so many, many, many different hats that she wears. I thought I worked hard. It's quite possible that she beats me to it. So look forward to this interview, this conversation. We're going to talk about her music. We're talking about her brand. We're talking about her YouTube and all the things that she's been going through as somebody who stopped doing accounting to become one of the biggest names in, I guess, social media now. Um, so look forward to it. And also, just to shout out, my new song, Love Die Young, it drops October 30th. This song is a amazing song. It's a smash. Please go to Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you're listening on, pre-save it, download it, stream it, and help a brother out. I hope you guys really love it because we put so much into it. Anyways, here's a show. Hope you enjoy it. Bye. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Hey, this is Wenji, and you're listening to my episode of Catching Up on the K-Pop Tebak Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-Pop Tebak Show. Today, we have a very, very exciting guest. Um, I have the pleasure of introducing to all of you, Wenji. Hello! Hey! How are you? Good. Should I do my typical, hey guys, it's Wenji. That was really great and very typical, but I love it. Yeah, I've I've (laughs) probably done it thousands of times. Is that like your your cue-in, like your trademark? For yeah, every video? it is. Awesome. I mean, it's great because then you don't have to think about how to cue in every it's, single video because you kind of run out of ideas. Like, how, I, how else am that, I going to do I it? have that problem always out of ideas. Like, how do I do this? And then it's become, well, I'm just going to awkwardly say, hey, hey. Oh, your thing is… This hey. <laughs> I like it. That's, thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So for those of you who do not know Wenji, um, we're going to talk a little bit about your history, your past, and your life. And then we're going to go into… All this music that you've been doing, right? Awesome. So our producers here, they always give me a little cheat sheet on the people that are joining me on the show. So I'm just going to run through it. And you're going to correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Oh, no, I should say if our producers are wrong. Oh, okay. Got I it. I don't, you know, yeah. You <laughs> it's not on you. <laughs> it's not on me. I don't, I don't like that. All right. Um, so, name. Wenji. You are born in China. Yes. What part of China? Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Yeah. Cool. I think I've been there before. It's like southern China. Ni Hong Kong. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Two hours away from Hong Kong. All right. And you moved to Melbourne. Melbourne? Yes. Melbourne? Melbourne. Melbourne. Whoa, that was such an American pronunciation. <laughs> Whoa. I'll try it. Try to fit in, you know? Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. When you were four. Correct. And then you went to university with a scholarship yeah. in accounting. And you got an accounting job. Yep. It was and- great. Did you sense the sarcasm? I'm not sure. You loved it. <laughs> I, I, lo- I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> you know what? My parents loved it. Uh, yes. But then what happened? It just got too much. I yeah. mean, how much of that can you take when you're a creative person? Mm-hmm. I think my soul just kind of died slowly yeah. every single year I was doing K-Houting. Okay. And then like finally my boss was like, you're just not good at this. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> It's t- 
time to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how that ended. Okay. Yeah, I got a little like feedback session that wasn't like the best. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you left that, and you started like a a blog, and you started doing all this other stuff, which then led you to amounting. I want to get this right. Currently, over 19 million subscribers across YouTube, close to 20 mil. Yeah, I didn't count. Oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm counting bad at here. Okay, so like <laughs> you're an accountant. I know, and I was bad. I don't so believe I'm you anymore. Um, that's insane. Yeah, and over 2.1 billion with a B. That's like what a fourth of the world's population almost. Oh wow! In views. Yeah, that's or, insane. Or or two of China. Or two of China. Yeah. China's so big. (laughs) So big. Um, Okay. So, first of all, congratulations on all your success. Thank Um, you. Thank you for coming on to our measly little tiny K-pop show. Oh, no. Like, Um, I'm I'm here at the studio. I'm like, hey, it is not tiny. Don't be (laughs) modest. This this place is like a creator playground. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, So, like, you do all sorts of videos on YouTube. Um… But you started… I mean, I went through… I guess I came across them like a year or two ago. But you have like pranks and you have do-it-yourself. You have like tutorials. And then when did you start doing music? Oh, I actually started doing music like three years ago. Okay. Uh, but uh, I started off in China. Uh-huh. Who, like the country doesn't have YouTube. Right. It doesn't exist. Right. Which I think was really good for me because then I could really… Get into the whole music thing mm. as a musician and not of, as uh, a YouTuber. YouTuber. Okay. So that was really good. It was a really great experience. It was my first time experiencing music. Because mm-hmm. I've never been in a recording studio. I've never uh. done any of that. So uh, the company I joined like trained me up. Gave me vocal lessons. Cool. Like taught me everything. And then after releasing that album. Well we recorded a whole album. And released three singles mm-hmm. in China. And they did pretty well. Like one of them charted at five and six. Wow. And I got an award for Best New Artist. Wow, congrats. Thank you. That's but huge. yeah, it is. It's really crazy because for me, like I don't feel it because I don't live in China. Uh, so it's hard for me to like uh-huh. really experience that. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But like when you don't hear your own music played over the You're radio. Like, Am I doing well? Yeah, is What's it, going on? Is this real? Yeah. Like is it happening? So that was a really good experience for me to like uh-huh. then launch my own like global music project. Okay. Like outside of China. Cool. Like, yeah. Was that always like a goal, or were you just kind of like, I want to try music, and you ended up liking it, loving it, and you're good at it? And like, what was that process like? Well, when I was a kid, I've always wanted to do music. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, who didn't want to be a pop star right. when you're a child? But you know, with my parents, it's like I didn't even. I was too scared to even think about it. Because uh-huh. I think if I thought about it, they'd come up behind my head and like <laughs> smack me, you know? Like it's one of those things. I'm like, I'm not even going to consider it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to study really hard and get a job, you know? Okay. So for me, that was like a bit… Like it never occurred to me. Uh-huh. But I did do… My first videos on YouTube was a K-pop cover oh. um, of Hyundai's Ice Cream. Okay. I wrote English lyrics because okay. I didn't understand Korean. Okay. And then I sang it and then I made my own music video. Oh. That took a whole month though. Oh yeah. Those… Well in the early days of YouTube, it's it's pioneering making that stuff up. Because I actually… I, it's kind of surprising like speaking with you and like looking through all the facts. Like we have very parallel similar backgrounds. Ooh. Like I was a… I was going to be a consultant at Deloitte. Oh wow. So oh I my had God. a job. I had already signed my offer. And then I became a musician. But I had also started on YouTube 2007 
or something. Oh, Clearly, wow. I wasn't. I was not very good at YouTube. I sucked at YouTube. Um, Probably good. You're a great no, musician. I had like so. ten thousand subscribers, and I was like, I made it. <laughs> and now I gotta retire because I'm at the top already. So no, ten thousand is great. I thought I made it at ten thousand. It, it was a great uh, feeling. Yeah. Well, in the earliest YouTube, people were still trying to figure out what it was. So, um, but that's, that's awesome. Oh my god, um, delay that because that's like an accounting firm, it right? Is. So it that's is. crazy. There you go. Um, so did you kind of grow up listening to K-pop as well? Is that what kind of grabs you into like wanting to make more music in that realm, or? Yeah, so growing up in Australia as a Chinese girl, like I never really saw any pop stars that looked like me. Right. I was looking for artists that I could relate to. Uh-huh. And so therefore I listened to a ton of like C-pop, J-pop, mm-hmm. and especially K-pop. Okay. And I was listening to K-pop from the very beginning. Okay. Who were some of your favorite acts or artists? Ah, uh, from the beginning. I mean, I've loved first generation, second generation, so like SES. Oh Goa, wow, like way Shuar, first generation. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, girls generation came, right. girls day, and now we're on to, you know, the next era. Right, right, right. Loving you know, twice, it's CGIL. Okay. So you've been in it for almost twenty years. If you're talking SES, Finkel Please, please don't Shima. say that. <laughs> Look, I'm right there with you. That was me too. So it was Boa and yep. Perfect Man, Shinwa, oh, Perfect and Man, oh, I love and, that. Like I'm right there with you. So yeah, um, I feel like K-pop has had like little generation bumps. So that was like that early 2000s, and then like 2009, 10, 11 was like uh, Girls Generation, mm-hmm. 2 p.m. Wonder, yeah, Girls, Wonder Girls, 21. Yep. And now it's BTS. Blackpink, Black those twice. twice. So, yep, we're on to the. I don't even know how many generations we're up to. I don't. People have different numbers. I see people like we're in the second generation. Like you were clearly born just a few years ago <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> Your this penis. is not this is not the second generation. No. <laughs> um, so we're definitely not there. Um, so you started doing music. Uh, how how is your music process? I mean, clearly you're doing stuff in English. You're doing stuff now in Korean. You're also doing stuff. In Mandarin, mm-hmm. right? So that's a a lot of languages mm-hmm. to be dealing with. How is that creative process for you? How do you go about getting songs, writing songs, producing them? Tell me about that. So I have a really great team that I work with. So Melanie Fontana and Lynn Green, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they worked on Empire. And Melanie's a really good friend of mine. We mm. click so much. We have the same taste in music. Okay. And she's written for like Justin Bieber, Everybody. Britney Spears, and also BTS yeah. and like a ton of K-pop stars. So she's that perfect Eats Meets West kind yeah. of sound. That was perfect for me because that's exactly what I wanted. That's who I am. I'm, okay. Yeah. You know, Asian grew up in Australia, eats meets West. So when Melanie lingered, and I was like, I I want this song. You know, mm. like, I come to them with a the concept, and they know me so well. They'll just like send me. It's usually like a hundred percent hit rate. They'll send me one song. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> this is you it. Know? Yeah, this is it. I love it. And they know me so well. They know my sound, and uh-huh. because we've worked together for a long time, right. they know my vocals. So it's really good to get songs from them. Yeah. And so that's like kind of the process, and then we get someone to translate the lyrics into Korean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay did that here in Korea. And then I learned the Korean. Which is another process in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I watched the music video. I listened to it. And like… I, It was perfect. Your Korean was great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like if I, if I didn't know you were Chinese-Australian, I would be like, she's probably Korean. Like, oh. So I would have not known. So congrats. Because that's… Thank you. I mean, for me, when I got to Korea and I was starting to do… You know, I was having to sing in 
all these Korean TV shows, people are like, your pronunciation sucks. Oh, so really? I was in trouble all the time. Oh, wow. Like people would just tear me apart. Like all my my coaches and my mentors, they're just like, you, like, people were like, we don't know what you're singing. Mm-hmm. Like at all. And so it was like a very, very big stress for me. So I, I can understand if like… I'm sure you like paid a lot of attention to like getting the pronunciation perfect and everything. Yeah, well, uh, during recording, they had a ton of, you know, locals giving me tips. <laughs> I also write like a lot of notes, uh-huh. like on top of the words. Right. So like I would phonetically write it, like how it's translated to me versus right. just how it's romanized in normal right. Korean. Because right. sometimes my brain doesn't catch that. I'm right there with you. I have like weird squigglies mm. and like weird little lines all over it to like kind of get it right. Yep, little um, sounds and exactly. then yeah, it was a process. I think recording the Korean was probably the most challenging part. Yeah. Well, how did this collab come together? Um, you know, we should mention to the listeners that you have a new song out. It's called Empire, and it's featuring a member of G Idol. So tell us about how that happened, getting them to feature, and what that process was like. Well, I was so lucky because I remember it's such a big story because when G Idol just came out mm-hmm. or Idol, uh, some people call them Idol. Uh, well, they were like literally my favorite girl group oh, really? at that time when they came out with Latata. I was like, oh my gosh, I love them! I love their concept. They seem unique, very fresh, and mm-hmm. it was just like just like struck a chord with me, right. you know. So I was just like, oh my god, I love this girl group, <laughs> and went straight to my music manager Danny. I'm like, Danny, I love this. You must listen to the songs. Made him listen to the songs. Listened to Lata Ta a billion times in the first month. And then so when this Empire concept came out, I'll be like, is, wouldn't it be cool if like the lead vocalist did rap? Mm. It's like a totally different concept right. for me as well. Right, right, and right. it's a different concept for everyone. Right. That's what Empire is about. So if you watch a music video, it's about light and dark. Mm-hmm. And it's about, you know… You know, you always have the light side, which is the side you show to the world that's like happy. Right. And then you have the dark side, which isn't necessarily evil. But it is something you're trying to hide, the right. other side of you. Right. And what it's about is empire. It's like you can't really rule or grow your empire and build it until you accept mm-hmm. the whole of you. Mm-hmm. Right? And that yeah. means that other side maybe you're too scared to show. It's very different from what people seem. Right. So that's why this concept was also very different for me. Mm-hmm. And also very different for Minnie. Right. So right, I think right. it was a very special like the whole concept just pulled together like yeah. that. I mean speaking about I guess kind of the dark side. Um, was there anything that through this song or like through the promotions of it that you came to terms with with yourself? In terms of like oh this is just kind of a side of me that a lot of people don't know. Or a lot of people may not know but I'm… I'm kind of wanting to put out there now. Was there anything like that by chance? Yeah. So if you look at all my content, I'm very like rainbow Mm -hmm. and colorful and like cheerful. So I was almost very afraid to put this concept out because it's very different to what people would have expected of me. And also through this journey, like it's kind of funny because like it really put me face to face with my insecurities. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm collaborating with a K-pop idol of a girl group I fully respect. Mm. Like how much… Like security will you need to like step up to that plate. And I was like very insecure about it. Uh-huh. Especially like in the process. I'm like am I going to do a good job? Uh-huh. Is this going to happen? What if I ruin everything? What if like… You know? So it's like… It really also had me face that side of me. Okay. And I think that was a good journey to finally yeah. accept. Like wow. Okay. So I am insecure. That's cool. Yeah. You know? Just being able to recognize that. Yeah. That's right. nice. Like let's… Let's listen to that. Right. Like not ignore it. Because right. a lot of the time you try and ignore it and you're just like push it aside and just right. like keep going. Right. That's kind of how I've dealt with it for a lot of time. But when you're face to face with such a big project, 
it's in your face, you're just like, well, I just have to learn to deal with it or yeah. it's not going to happen. You no, know? I think that's a very like a cool thing that you came to terms with. I think for me too, it's kind of… You have to embrace whatever challenge you, is coming at you and just kind of go at it full on. With, I, which I think for a lot of people can be very challenging and difficult to do. Um, I think for me, it's… I'm at this point where be it musically or um, professionally in many different aspects… Um, it's hard to be very honest with you with yourself, mm. right? But the moment that you do get that point of true honesty, and you're like, "Oh, I personally fit with this very well," or like, "I really hate this," whatever it is, then you're able to use that for like the better. Um, so I think that's like a really cool message that I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of your followers and your fans, will be able to relate with as well. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was. Um, I think being on camera as well, especially on mm -hmm. YouTube. It's kind of ironic because YouTube is probably the most authentic platform mm -hmm. you can find in terms of like how real things are. Right. But even that has its, you know, facades. Right. So it's like you're almost like just having to face that. Mm -hmm. Because you're in YouTube mode or, right. you know, artist mode or whatever mode. Yeah, having that honest moment was really special. I have a, I have a question for you actually. So I, th I look at people who are very active on YouTube and it like… To me, it has to be the most exhausting job in the world. Because you're literally putting your entire life out there for everybody to see. And as we all know with YouTube, like being consistent and having constant pieces out is incredibly important. Were there or have there been moments where you're just like, I am so overwhelmed or I want to break or I don't want to do this or like… Have you had those moments and how did you overcome them? Yeah, like all the time. Like what a lot of people don't know is because I have so many different channels. Right. We put out about 17 to 25 pieces of content per week. and that's Per week? Per week. And that's not <laughs> even including my music project. How do you do that? I have… <laughs> well, I have How a, is that possible? I have a great team that oh supports me. But I also shoot a lot because I am out of those like 17 pieces. I'm in about 8 pieces, 8 to 9 pieces okay. of that content. What are the other like let's say 10 pieces? Um, there are a lot of like craft projects and things okay. like that that may not necessarily need me. Oh, but like okay. uh, what I've built out for my side of the business is more where kind of like… I don't want to just be a YouTuber. You uh -huh. know I feel like that's so one-dimensional. And yes I did start off with that but it gave me an opportunity to expand. Uh -huh. So it's like I want to be a really great you know digital production house. Mm -hmm. Uh, on that side and right. I want to be a great artist you right. know, on the other side. So right. there's all these things I want to grow into. And I think part of this journey is really special because I feel like a lot of the audience just see YouTubers as YouTubers. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be anything else. Right. And every time you try and break out of that mold, they're just like, no, but you're a YouTuber. They call you out on it. Yeah. For a reason, yeah. And I'm like, but like I think creative people have so many facets. We're creative because we want to make ton of Stuff different things. things. Yeah. And we don't want to be boxed in and limited by like a label mm -hmm. or, or like a way someone sees yeah. us. So yeah, I, I I make the content. Obviously, it's a lot of content. So there are times when I break that and I have a really bad habit of trying to do everything myself as well. Uh -huh. Also like coming from the roots of like YouTube, you're doing right. everything yourself. Right. I, I always flip back to that mindset and uh -huh. it's really been toxic for me and right. I've taken on too much. And yes, I break down maybe once every three months. Okay. Yeah. What? You don't get to see that on YouTube, guys. <laughs> How do like, you that get over that? What do, what brings you out of that? I get a massage. Uh -huh. I eat a lot of food. <laughs> okay. I yell at some people. Okay. Thank you for putting up with me, guys. <laughs> and then I cry and then I sleep and then I'm good. And you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's a, a good process. Yeah, it's a process. Everybody goes through cycles. Yeah. Um, I, I'm simple. It happens in one day. <laughs> Many <laughs> well, of my great. team have experienced it. I, I go, I go AWOL, and then the next day I'm like, okay, so what is my schedule? <laughs> well, you know what? If it's a day, if it's just a day, that's great. That's yeah. a great like me time, downtime that you absolutely need to take. Yeah, um, I think sleeping helps because I don't know why. After I wake up, I'm like, who am I? What am I? What just happened? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleeping probably does help a lot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 70 to 25 pieces, I imagine you probably can't sleep that much. Um, <laughs> I, I try. I try oh, and man. Sleep. I, have, I have another question for you, follow-up. Um, and it kind of goes back to like the YouTube, what you were just saying, how a lot of people, if you're from YouTube, people try to tend to think you should just stay in that realm of YouTube, which clearly… You've overcome and you're going beyond those boundaries of just YouTube. Um, and you look at, well, I mean, Justin Bieber, Shawn Mendes, Troy Sivan. Like, the people are there. They've done it. They've broken out of social media. I wonder, though, if part of the reason that some people have a hard time dealing with, not dealing with, accepting particularly like Asian people stepping outside of YouTube is because I feel like. And I could be completely wrong. There's just like a theory that I just kind of had. Early 2010, 11, 12, Asians ruled YouTube. True. Like we we own that shit. Yeah, and I'm friends <laughs> with a ton of them. We own that shit. <laughs> like everybody was like, yo, Asians can't sing. I was like, hell yeah, we can sing. Go to YouTube. Every single cover video is, a, is some Asian dude or Asian girl killing some song, making really funny content. Yep, I remember that time. Right? The golden era. It was the golden years, the golden era of YouTube. But then at some point, I don't think there was… And please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there we ever had like a breakout, breakout star from that movement. I think it was great for Asian American or Asian visibility mm. across all platforms to say, Oh, Asian people are very talented and they do really cool things. That's awesome. But there hadn't been… There wasn't a Justin Bieber or a Shawn Mendes. For, for Asians. And I think… I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just like the way that the system is kind of set up for people not to be accepting of it yet at that point. But now we're stepping into a point with film and TV and music finally. Where it's like, oh. Now we're okay with it. Like Joji. Yeah. Or Rich Brian. Yeah. Or those people as well. So like I see that as a very encouraging sign. Um, and I was just curious in terms of… If you had thought about that at all. Or like what you kind of see. Um, in that realm. So I think with Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes, they were backed by, you know, major label companies mm -hmm. and really helped them grow their career. Mm -hmm. Maybe at the time they weren't interested in Asian talent. And right. therefore, you know, a lot of, you know, Asians that were, you know, singing on YouTube had to do it themselves mm -hmm. independently. And that's always tough. Right. You know, especially in music. Trust me, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm doing well, now. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that's kind of… Partly, I don't know whether you agree with me or not because I can see like the commonalities between Justin and Sean is they were backed by a very powerful right. team Absolutely. as well um, that were investing in them and their mm -hmm. talent. And yeah, I think we're beginning to see that like with Joji and Rich Brian, mm -hmm. like they, they're backed by 88 Rising. You right. know, that's the label bringing everyone together. And I right. think… It just shows how important community is mm -hmm. in growing this movement. Yeah. You know, if we can all stick together right. and grow that, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited that you're doing 
now stuff in K-pop because I think it's and I think our K-pop Taebok community will also get behind this new song and all the stuff that you're doing. So oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about some lighter stuff briefly. I feel oh. like we just got really deep really quick. I, I like deep conversations. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Okay. Then <laughs> we'll just keep fielding it as we go. We'll go in and out of it. Um, let's see. I guess I guess this is the other question. Like your parents. So you mentioned like, you know, being a musician was always like a dream. Same for me. But like when you're like, I'm going to quit accounting. I'm going to go do all this other stuff. What was their reaction? Oh, I don't even… I, I Well, you know what? I've been priming them for quitting accounting for a long time. Oh, yeah, okay. because I had to. And okay. every single time, they kind of talk me out of it. Uh-huh. But then it got to a point where I just kind of had to do it. And uh-huh. even when I started YouTube… So I went from accounting to marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was also a part of my degree okay. when I uh, was studying. So that was kind of safe. It was still a job, right, you know. So they right, were like, right. uh, okay. Yeah, Close yeah, enough. Yeah, Close yeah, enough. Okay. You still have a job. Like, yeah. okay, cool. And then um, when I started doing YouTube, I didn't even tell them. Oh, you didn't? No. They come to my house and be like, there's all these… <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Oh, hobby. You know, just having some fun. You Arts know? and crafts, mom. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing. Nothing's wrong here. Nothing's weird. Right. I'm, just, I'm still working, you know. I'm still working right. my job. Yeah, so I actually didn't tell them for a very long time okay. because I knew what they would say would affect, like my like whether I would stick to your it, creative you know? output and everything. Yeah, 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 I couldn't think about that. So yeah, I just didn't tell them. But now they're good. Oh, now they're a big fan. Now they love it. Yeah, now my mom's like my number one fan. Oh, that's like, awesome. She'll know everything that comes up. <laughs> that's like my mom too. She like sends us like, "Why did you say this? Like, how did you know?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stalk me, mom. And they're still moms, right? <laughs> yeah. At the end of it, the, the feedback is very mom-like. Yeah. It's like, why did you wear this? Oh, you got right? too much makeup on here. And I'm like, exactly. thanks, mom. <laughs> She's like, I don't like your hair, like your hair color that way. <laughs> your clothes were kind of weird. I'm like, all right, mom. I appreciate it. No matter where you are or how mom successful mom. you are, mom is mom. Yeah. Mom is mom. Gotta love it though. Um, We do. We love it very much. Um, What else really influences your life, your fashion, your music? What do you draw inspiration from? A lot of K-pop. Okay. Yeah. As you can tell, probably. Like I really love the K-pop concepts and how… And their fashion and everything like that. Uh, But like inspiration happens everywhere, I Uh think. Like I don't think there's one place. I mean, always happens in the shower for some reason. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Something something about that. Very true. That warm water, you know. I always yeah. have a thing where I, it's a great idea in the shower and then I get out like, and I lose it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, and then it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> that genius is gone. Right. Um, what are… You just spoke about concepts. You know, what other concepts do you really want to pursue or try out musically? So I really love what I'm doing with Empire. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the journey with my past… Like I released about six, seven songs previously. And it's all been about finding my style. Mm-hmm. Like what… What is it that, you know, I feel like I'm sitting, like the sound-wise that I right. like. Um, and initially, I started off very close to what people know me for. Mm-hmm. You know, very colorful, very sweet, very mm-hmm. bright. Um, but I'm really liking this empire concept. Yeah. I'm really liking this rapping, this kind of more like, you know, darker concept. Swag. Swag. Kinda yeah, I get to bring vibe. out that side, you know, yeah. with the music. Like, you don't normally see that side. So, yeah. and I'm normally not like that in real life as well. Okay. So, I think that's the beauty of music. It allows you to bring out this other, the other side of you right. that you're probably too scared to show the world. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, when I'm on stage, I become kind of like a different person, mm. like when I'm performing. Um, what is performing like for you? 
you know, oh. how do you feel when you're on stage? And well, I'm sure you know you know the feeling. It's like a high, like a natural high. Yeah. Like you're on. I don't know. It just feels great. Uh-huh. And then like after you come on stage, you're like, I'm still hyperactive. Like this is great. <laughs> I want to do it again. Um, so I used to dance a lot on stage when I, I used to dance a lot. Oh, okay. So I I was like more I like backup dancing or okay. you know performing on stage. So I've always loved the stage. Mm-hmm. It's always been like a favorite place of mine. So you you feel comfortable. Yeah, I love it. I That's always awesome. like want to get back there. Like, yeah. and YouTube isn't that because YouTube is very much behind the camera right. in a studio. It's, right, right, right. You don't have that atmosphere that you know a live mm-hmm. stage brings you. What was uh, I saw that you had performed at KCON in LA mm-hmm. earlier this year? What was that experience like? Oh, well, I was really nervous. So, <laughs> you know, for me, I was like, hmm, not enjoying it, nervous. But it was really great. The crowd was amazing, uh-huh. and it was just like. Yeah, it was surreal. I really liked it. And like, I was just very blessed that KCON like allowed me to yeah. be on that stage. And yeah, I was just very grateful for the awesome. opportunity. So, um, cool. Well, we're going to go in to some questions from Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Awesome. I think they're pretty, they're all very tame questions. Oh. Um, which is kind of boring. Oh, well, you know what? My Wingy Corns are super sweet. They're okay. like the sweetest community. Okay, that's good. I have good. nothing bad to say. I love them so that's much. That's great. That's amazing. That's like my my fans are just the nicest people. Your fans are very, very polite. Oh, um, I think the most savage question, not even savage, the most controversial question I see here is, do you like pineapple on pizza? This is from Stefan. Well, I mean, that is something that can divide people. Really divide. It really tears apart relationships. It does. And households. I'm going to say I am a pineapple lover on pizza. Okay. So, sorry, non-pineapple lovers. We can't be (laughs) friends. (laughs) Have you had pizza in Korea? Oh, it's so good. It's really good. But have you had like the Korean pizzas where it's like sweet potato with like… Like they put everything on top of its pizza. Oh, I've had the uh, the honey and cheese one. Okay, that was really good. Those are is good. that considered Korean? Those are those are Korean. Like, but when I first got here, I was like, "Why is this on a pizza?" But they have like pulgogi pizza, oh. and they also have like they put shrimp with potato and cheese and sweet potato on it. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! It's good, but when the when you're a traditionalist, you're like. What is this Frankenstein of a pizza? <laughs> What's going on? Um, but Korea gets really creative with their pizzas. Yeah, that pizza and pasta is really good. It the is. The base is in it's it. It's very good. Mm. Very good. Uh, this can be very controversial. Do you… <laughs> who's your bias from BTS? Oh, gosh. You oh, know, God. Uh, you know what? Oh. You know what's controversial? The what? fact that I can't choose one. Oh. That's pre- that is pretty controversial. You know what? I'm a fan of Vimin. Vemen. Vemen. I can't pick. Okay. All right. Um, Here's a good question. Um, And I I think this kind of… We prefaced it talking about how we always… You always have to be on. Because you're on YouTube all the time doing all this content. What do you do in your free time? Do you have free time? Well, I do have free time. uh, But they're usually like in weird pockets. Okay. You know, like I never know when I kind of have free time. But then I do. I am so boring, which is why I've stopped vlogging. <laughs> I'm just like, people don't want to see this. This is not content. Uh, I literally just eat, uh-huh. sleep, uh-huh. and then I hang out with my cats. How many cats? I have two cats. Two cats. I'm a crazy cat lady. Names? Mia uh-huh. and Boomba. 
And Boomba yeah, has his own Instagram. Boomba underscore Munchkin. Shout out Boomba. Um, <laughs> just got to promote him everywhere right, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I'm a very simple person. I don't go out. I'm allergic to alcohol. I… Yeah, what more can I say? I'm just… Uh, I, I, oh, I love games. I like to play LOL. But okay. I haven't played for a long time. What's like your go-to character on LOL? I, I'm ADC. Jinx or Misfortune. I love okay. Tristana as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And I like bossy supports. Please, bossy supports. <laughs> like I need you. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. 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 Um, let's see. A lot of questions about Minnie. Um, how about? I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about working with her? What was she like? Oh, she's so fun. Yeah. Like, don't be fooled by her savageness on her, you know, music <laughs> video. She's super cold, but in real life, she's like, we're just like goofing around. Like, she's such a. Um, one comment pretty much encapsulated her uh, on YouTube and I love it. It says, um, Minnie is a giant five-year-old baby. Convince me otherwise. <laughs> okay. I literally agree with that okay. statement. She's so adorable. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I've never actually… I don't think I've ever met the ladies of G-Idol. I don't think I have. Oh. So I, I have like no personal… Relationship. So I'm going off of that. So when I see her, I'll be like, hi, five-year-old child. Yeah, nice. giant five-year-old <laughs> baby. Five-year-old baby. <laughs> um, you have a lot of pizza questions. Do you love pizza? No, I actually don't. <laughs> I don't, know, like, I don't like There pizza. are so many questions about pizza. <laughs> Ask anyone I know. I, very I refuse confused. to eat pizza. Because <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. So it's like <laughs> one of those things I do when I'm like, okay. You're really going to… I have nothing on the next day. Right. I'm good. Like, let's eat the pizza. Really playing with fire on yeah, that one. Yeah, it is. Right. It is. Or give me those lactose pills. Uh, who are some of your other dream collabs? Oh, you know what? Dreamy Mini was a dream collab. So Okay. Yeah, that's what they call her Dreamy Mini. Okay. Really cute. Dreamy Mini. So I don't know. I actually for me, like this is already topped all my expectations. Uh -huh. I'm like kind of enjoying the process uh -huh. right now. I mean, there are people I want to collab with, but sometimes I don't want to jinx it. You okay. know? You just gotta, you know, play cool. Yeah, I'm playing. Happens, I'm going to enjoy this moment, right. not think of the next. I think that's something I have to learn about myself. I'm always like, what's next? What's next? Right. And then I realize I never enjoy all the achievements uh -huh. that I've done, you know? Uh -huh. Like I remember 10 million YouTube subscribers was just like, oh, that's nice. What are we making? Like, what's the next <laughs> video? Like, it's like, it's a very, it's Gosh. almost like, like, yeah, a fault of mine. Oh I'm like, God. I really got to enjoy it. <laughs> I got to stop doing this. You know what's funny? Like, ha like speaking with you. I feel like we're the same person. Oh, really? Just, just in different bodies. <laughs> just from different cursed for life. Like, I, everything you say, I relate to so well. Oh. <laughs> and, and I say this because it's exhausting. Mm. Like, I think you're probably the same way. Like, we're very thankful and we're very blessed for what we have and what we're able to do. And we would probably not be here if it wasn't for our, like, overdrive personality of, like, trying to always do something. But it's exhausting. Oh, it is exhausting. It's exhausting. And I think there needs to be a point where we learn to switch. You know yeah. what? There's a point where the overdrive is good. Yeah. But then when you're, you've are you got that achievement, you're yeah. like, well, time to switch it off. Yeah. Stop switching yeah. off. The button's broken. Yeah. That's, you know, that's kind of why I started this podcast. Because I felt like it was go, go, go. And I was like, I need something that feels a little more intentional. And this for me was kind of a version of let's be intentional with… A conversation or a discussion or something. And that's how I started doing this. But oh, I wow. completely agree. I love that. That's really cool. I, I need to learn that from you. Alright. Um, well, we're going to go into a quick lightning round. We have some very important questions to ask you. 
Are you ready? Yes. Okay, it's going to be the first word that pops into your head. First one, what makes you laugh the most? Really bad jokes. Really bad jokes. Okay, what song makes you cry every time? Officially missing you, Tamiya. Oh. Uh, best movie theater snack? Popcorn. Popcorn. Onion flavor in Seoul. Onion fl- Okay, all right. In Seoul. I in was going to be like, onion flavored outside is going to actually taste like onions. Yeah, yeah, no. In Seoul. In Seoul, it's like candy. It's great. Right, okay. I love it. We should very make that decision. Coffee or beer? I think I know the answer. Coffee. Right, there you go. First music artist you ever stand? Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Who was your favorite Spice Girl? It was Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. There you <laughs> I don't go. Know I say that probably now or like. <laughs> Yo, she was cool. She they were was, all cool. She was spicy. <laughs> she was spicy. <laughs> Bad jokes. I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, how do you deal with stage fright? Don't think about it. Just get on stage and then hope you don't make a fool of yourself. All right. The last person to text you yesterday. 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 I mean, yeah. I didn't even sleep till today. Oh so my like, gosh. I don't know. Danny probably. <laughs> okay. Your manager. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, person, celebrity, you'd marry right now if they asked. Vimin. I'll take you both. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay. Last one. Your fans are blank. The best. The best. All right. Um, so that kind of wraps it up for the K-pop tip box show. Catching up with Wenji. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you. I had so much fun. Um, guys, please be sure to check out her new song featuring Minnie from G Idol. It's called Empire. Um, anything that like, where can people obviously on YouTube? But what what else can people look forward to from you? Ah, uh, look forward to. I don't know. I'm always silly online. You always find me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there 17 times a week. You <laughs> won't miss me. <laughs> That's insane. I, can't, I cannot believe you do that. That's completely ridiculous. Um, and we also… You were kind enough to sign a few posters for us. So we have three posters to give away to our listeners. Um, so thank you for that. You guys can check out how to get that by going to our website, tebakshow.com or signing up for the newsletter. And they will give you all the secrets to getting the signed poster. And I will be collaborating with another country artist near you soon. Wow. In another language, hopefully. Wait, what? Yeah. Give okay. us a hint. I don't know. Oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to live in the moment. <laughs> this turned into ASMR. I'm so excited for that. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, you guys. Please be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rate and review. Yes. Five stars, please. Five stars. And also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify or, you know. Or in your bedroom. In your bedroom. It's okay. Or bathroom. You can see the video of this on YouTube on Dive Studios. Yeah, but maybe you don't want to because we're creepy. Because we're really weird. If you guys saw what we're doing now, you would maybe be really creeped out by us. (laughs) Or maybe really excited. It's okay. I don't judge. (laughs) We're really turned on. (laughs) I don't know. I really don't. I'm, I, yeah. We don't. We don't judge. No. We're very non-judgmental We're people. Minded. We're very open. I think we need to go. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> Before this escalates even. <laughs> so, you guys, thanks for joining us on the show. If you don't mind, could you go ahead and improvise a goodbye outro jingle for us? Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, Eric, nom 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 nom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Devuk with Eric Knopf. <laughs>